On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to talk about how to stay motivated, how to get motivated in the first place, and tips for time management so you can get more done, accomplish more, and reach those goals. This is a good one. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 27 of the Massive Agent Podcast. Today, we're talking about time management, staying on top of all the little shit that you have to do as a realtor or a loan officer or an entrepreneur in general. See, when you're in business for yourself, that means you're you're doing everything. You have to do absolutely everything. So you really have to put in some systems and you have to figure out a way to stay on top of all those tasks that you have to do. I'm going to tell you what I do and hopefully that will help or it'll give you some ideas of a system to, to that, that you can build for yourself because I'm going to say this right up front. What works for me may sound ridiculous to you. You may hear how I manage my time and manage all the things I have to do and you may think I could never do that. That sounds, that sounds stupid, but then, and that's fine. You're not wrong. Okay. Everybody has different strengths and weaknesses and certain systems work for someone where they don't work for another. So I'm going to tell you what I do. Hopefully it gives you some ideas of things you could do for yourself. Now, back when I first started in the, in the industry, I, I really had no experience being in business for myself. Okay. I didn't realize, and I didn't even fully expect or understand that by becoming a realtor, I am an entrepreneur. By becoming a real estate agent, a solo entrepreneur, you are in business for yourself. You're starting your own small business. You are an entrepreneur in every sense of the word. I had to completely train myself to get out of this employee mindset where I was used to being told or at least like given a task list like, hey, do this. And, you know, my schedule is structured for me when you're an employee. There's nothing wrong with that. But then all of a sudden you go into business for yourself and you're the one that has to create the schedule and you're the one that has to do it. So it's very, very different. It was a learning curve for me and it took me a few years to be honest. But back when I started, you know, I, I jumped into the deep end, didn't have a clue. I was used to, you know, just showing up on time for work and knowing what my tasks were or or what my duties were for the day. And then, you know, once the day was over, I clocked out, done. Like it didn't occupy any, any headspace. It didn't occupy any of my mind, but I had a ton of bad habits and, and, you know, I didn't even have habits in, in a certain situation. So I really had to rely heavily on my calendar and I still do. If you don't have a decent calendar that syncs between all your devices, that's a problem. And I know some people love having the paper calendar. And I've tried this a few different times over the last 10 years, having a paper calendar, a written one that you can write on that never worked for me. The reason being, I like having the ability to enter something onto my schedule on my Mac or on my iPhone or have Alexa add it for me to my calendar. Okay, it ha- And then when you add it on your iPhone, it needs to show up on my Mac and vice versa. That's very important to me. I can't have the paper calendar. So for me, that doesn't work. Okay, Everything I do is digital. But what I was doing back then when I first started learning about Google Calendar, okay, I don't use Google Calendar anymore. I just use the you know, the Apple calendar, basically the same as Google calendar. But as I was learning that there's like, there's everything that's on your schedule, like appointments and things that, that have specific times. But then what about all the other stuff? 
Okay, that's that right there is figuring out when and how to do all the other tasks that are not a set time of day. That's the hard part, or at least it it is until you figure out a system. And so what I did, I had post-it notes. I had to-do lists on post-it notes. And so I would have post-it notes all over the place because I wasn't very good about finishing all of the tasks on one and then moving on to another. I'd have, you know, I'd cross this one out here and then I'd go over to this this other list and then cross that one out there. And then I do this one over here. It was an absolute mess. I had post-it notes everywhere. So for me, I had to have like a central place that was digital that synced between my devices where I could manage all the different to-do items, all the different things that I must do that aren't necessarily, uh, that don't necessarily have to be done at a certain time of day. It's not like, Hey, at 2 PM, you must do this thing. No, you just have to do it. So let me describe quickly the system that I use for managing my time and my to-do lists for all my different businesses and all the different ventures that I have going on. All the different plates that are spinning in the air, all the different balls in the air that I have going on, this is how I manage it. So I use a combination of my calendar for all the appointments. And then if, if there's something that I'm like, hey, I need to set aside an hour to accomplish this specific thing, I'll put it on my calendar. Okay, but then then there's all the stuff that isn't on the calendar. So I have a main to do list using my notes app on my iPhone and on my Mac because they sync together. Okay, you could use Evernote. You could use whatever you want. I use the notes app. I keep a running to do list and I look at that multiple times a day. I look at it before I go to bed so that I know what to do the next day. And so if I have a day where I don't have any appointments for maybe a three, three hour period, I will just look over at the to do list and I will look at and I'll prioritize it on the to-do list. So I'm like, okay, I have time to do this and it's high priority. Boom, I bust that out. So when I have open spots on my calendar, I just refer over to my running list and start knocking stuff out. I also have started using something called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Trello is great with managing different thoughts and different ideas. You can uh, create different boards. Think of it as like a digital whiteboard and you can organize them by topics and, and have subtopics and stuff like that. I have separate notes for my Alexa flash briefing, the Massive Agent Minute. I have separate notes for the Massive Agent Society, for my real estate business, for you know Salt Lake Insider, all this different stuff. And then there's things that I want to do in the future. So I have all these organized into different Trello boards that I refer to, but those things are more of just like keeping track of, of ideas and thoughts. The stuff I actually have to tackle to accomplish those things go on my to-do list. But I want to say this too before, before I elaborate any more. Uh, because it's definitely an imperfect system, okay? It's not perfect for me, but I make it work. And here's how I'm able to make it work. And here's what I think is absolutely the most important thing for you to do, regardless of what system you put in place to manage your time and to accomplish more. You have to have this underlying deep desire to freaking kill it. You have to have this desire to be successful, to have a very productive day, to accomplish certain goals, if you don't have this deep desire, this deep motivation within you, this deep inspiration that keeps you working hard when, you know, your appointments are done for the day and you could go watch Game of Thrones, you know, you could go whatever, you could go out to eat, you could go drink beer with your friends. Or if you have this deep burning desire based on whatever your why is, whatever reason you're doing what you're doing, whatever keeps you going, then you're going to say, oh, cool, I just finished my appointments for the day. Let's go to the to-do list and knock out some stuff. I would not be able to have accomplished so much already in 2018. And I've knocked out some big goals. This podcast is one of them. Hey, I wasn't planning on doing this till like the end of the year until um, 
New Year's Day, I was like, what the hell? I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. And then I recorded the first episode that night. I was walking the dog, listening to a podcast. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to freaking do it right now. Same thing happened with the Massive Agent Society. That was something that I wanted to build later on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it right freaking now. That was at the beginning. That was at the beginning of March. And I'm like, you know what? By April 1st, I'm going to launch this thing. And I did. It's because of that deep burning desire to get shit done. See, I have some very, very big goals for myself. Very, very big goals personally and career wise. And in order to do those things, that means there's a lot of different things that I must do in the meantime. There's a lot of things that I have to accomplish in the meantime to get to the next step, which then takes me to the next step and the next step. So if you if you think that part of your problem is you're not motivated and you know maybe maybe your your time management isn't that great, not because of a lack of a system, but maybe you're just not doing it, that's something you don't be mad at yourself. Okay. I'm not saying that you should like feel guilty or bad or, you know, like, oh, you're a loser just because you you lack motivation temporarily. Because that's what it is. It's just a temporary lack of motivation. You can get that back. And if you're wondering how to get that back, you just have to really focus in on what you want. What do you want to do? What do you want to do in life? And then more importantly, why? Why do you want to accomplish A, B, and C? What what would that do for you? What would that how would you feel? You know, what would that what feeling would that give you inside if you were able to accomplish that big goal that you have? If you, if you don't ever think about that, it's hard to stay motivated. It's, it's hard to keep going. But if you think about it a few different times a day and you really like visualize what it feels like to have accomplished that goal and to be the person that's accomplished that goal and to be in that spot, if, if you can feel what that feels like inside, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually because it's going to keep you doing the tasks necessary and doing the, the work necessary to get you to that point. Knowing why you're doing something is extremely important, if not the most important thing. And we hear it all the time and it's getting cliche and I know, but guys, you, what you want to do is important, but why you want to do it is much more important. Really zero in on why you're doing what you're doing and why you have the goal that you have. Then work backwards from that. Say, okay, I have this goal now. I, here's why I want to do it. It's happening. How do I make it happen? And then you know that you're going to have to bust your ass. You know you're going to have to be very efficient with your time. You're going to have to accomplish as much as you possibly can during the day. And let's be honest, okay, even myself, and I think I work a lot, and I think I work very hard, and I think I'm fairly productive most days, okay? And I'll get to the the not productive days in a minute because, guys, every single day is not productive, okay? If you're having a slump, if you're having a, a, maybe it's a week where you just, all you want to do is sit around. You have no motivation to do anything. That's okay. I'll get to that in a second, but you have to have that fire to keep you going because there's so much hard work that it's going to take to get you to your goal. And that's, that's just the way it is. That's just the cost. But if you're okay with that, if you're okay with the cost, if you're okay with working more than you're used to, if if you have to get up an hour earlier, maybe you have to get up three hours earlier. Maybe you have to work uh, from, you know, 10 o'clock until 2 AM at night. Maybe, maybe you get the kids down. And, you know, you you chill with your, your wife or your husband for a minute, and then you get to work. Maybe that's what you do because that's what's required to accomplish what you want to do because you have that deep burning desire to be productive, to build a business and to absolutely knock it out of the park and be a dominant player in your market. The dominant players in your market, they don't just kind of waffle through, through their career and just say, Hey, you know what? 
I, I really want to be the top producer in this market. So um, I'm going to take off the weekend and, you know, maybe I'll go camping Monday through Wednesday, uh, but I'll, I'll work nine hours on Thursday. Um, but then, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm my own boss. So, uh, you know, Friday, I'm, I'm only going to work half a day and then go to a movie. Top producers don't do that. Winning business people and winning entrepreneurs don't do that. Okay. I don't care what you see on Instagram. I don't give a shit what you think success looked like when you were younger. Successful people don't do that crap. Okay. Now you could do it occasionally. Like if you have something to go to and you need a vacation and you plan for it and stuff and you've accomplished what you need to do beforehand. Fantastic. That's do that. I do that. But if you think that you're just because you have an ambitious goal, that the goal itself is going to get you there. Sorry, it's not going to happen. And I don't want to see you learn that the hard way after wasting so much time when you could have been busting your ass, getting up two or three hours earlier, working two or three hours later each night, absolutely creating a business that is just thriving more than you even thought possible. Okay, now let's talk about when things are not so rosy, when you're frustrated, when you want to give up, when you know when you're pissed off about something, maybe it's a, a agent or a client or whatever, you're, you're pissed off that something didn't happen. You lost a deal. You know, you get pissed off that you've had somebody listening to your podcast for months and they still haven't left a review on iTunes. Man, can you think of anything more frustrating? I was going to say I'm joking, but no, I'm not. I'm like 20% joking, but seriously. Now guys, give yourself permission to screw up every now and then. Give yourself a little bit of flexibility to, you know, be down. You know, I get burned out. I don't, I don't recognize that it was burnout until after the fact, but sometimes I'll start off the day. I'm absolutely on fire. I'm like, I'm going to accomplish this. I'm going to do this, this. And then all of a sudden I just, my energy is just gone and I just, I don't want to do shit. And maybe that happens three days in a row. Guys, it's okay. That's here's the beautiful part about being an entrepreneur and running your own business. No one's going to fire you if you take three days off or if you have three unproductive days where you just, you can't get it together. You can't get the energy. You just don't want to do anything. You don't want to get on Instagram stories. You're sick of it. You don't want to write that post. You don't want to write that article. That's okay. Because I'll tell you what, if you have that true burning desire, you're going to get back on that horse. I promise you that guys, what I just described where you're frustrated and you're pissed off. And you know, that happens to me a few times a month. There will be days or, or a couple days in a row that I completely waste that were not very productive at all. That that happens to me a, a few times a month, but I'm still able to accomplish a crap load of stuff because of that deep burning desire that I have to reach the goals that I have. And I have very ambitious, very aggressive goals. If you're in one of those slumps right now, I get it. Okay. I'll probably be there next week. Okay. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to have that little slump. And then I'm going to get right back out of the slump, just like you're going to do. Because again, you start thinking about why you want to accomplish your goals and what that feels like once you've done it, you're going to snap out so damn fast. It's going to make your head spin. Guys, this is an, we, we work in such an incredibly tough industry. Being a real estate agent, being a loan officer, this is tough. It is because we, we have to perform. We have to create whatever business we have, then we have to do well. We have to please them. We have to make sure that the deal gets done properly. And then we have to do it all over again. And we have to market ourselves at the same time. We have to market ourselves to keep business coming in down the road. We have to fill our pipeline. It's tough. It's a lot of work. Okay. But that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. Just recognize that what you're doing right now, if you've been able to do this, if you've been, if you've closed one deal, congratulations, 
it, this is such an incredibly tough market to to be a realtor in. It is because even though we th- we think oh the real estate market's so hot, property values are at all time highs. You've never had more competition as a realtor. There's never been more realtors in Salt Lake City than there are right now. And I know the same is true in Phoenix and San Francisco and a bunch of other places. Same with loan officers. There's never been more loan officer competition than right now. So if you're able to actually be successful in that, you're doing something right. That means you are doing something right already. It's okay that we that this is such an incredibly tough industry. People are killing it anyways. And guess what? You can too. So the last thing I want to mention about my my system, if you will, for, for managing my schedule and my tasks and just getting stuff done is even though you could have the perfect system, you can lay it all out on your schedule, you can time block perfectly, but here's here's my issue with time blocking and having the rigid schedule. Stuff happens all the time that you have to react to. You have to respond. Like a lead comes in, boom, that takes you off, off whatever task you're doing. You have to respond quickly within five minutes, max. You have to get back to that lead immediately. Or all of a sudden somebody calls and they're like, hey, guess what? We just got pre-approved and we want to go see these four homes tonight. I'm not saying that you should jump at a hat like that and go do those things right away and drop everything. I'm not, I'm not saying you should do that, but you also want to be flexible enough that if you wanted to, or you think that that's a good move that you could see, even though I have my schedule laid out, like if I have inspections, if I have meeting with clients, if I'm showing homes, if I have like a family, a family dinner or something like that, that, that I will not miss nothing gets scheduled during those times. But then if I all of a sudden get a call, Hey, we want to buy a house. We're in a huge hurry. Can you show us homes tonight? I look at my schedule. I say, you know what? Yeah, I guess right here where I was going to write that article, I could do it then. Now, of course, guys, when you get that call, you make sure that they are pre-approved first. And if they're not, you make sure you get them in touch with your preferred lender who can get them pre-approved quickly. But nonetheless, let's assume they're already pre-approved. I mean, this happened to me just a few weeks ago and yeah, I showed them homes the very next day. Like within 12 hours, we were looking at homes because I, I was flexible enough with my schedule that I could do that. And because of that, we have a $450,000 closing on Friday. And I hope you understand what I'm saying. This is, this is hard to describe and you really have to like take a step back and think about what I'm trying to tell you. You have to focus like a laser on your schedule and your to-do list and everything like that and, and avoid the distractions. But if something all of a sudden pops up that you need to accomplish, maybe it's a fire you have to put out. Maybe it's something went wrong with, you know, a client's pissed off or whatever, and you've got to go take care of that. Or it's positive where new business comes in the door or a new lead, a new, you know, a new client calls and you've got to go do it. You, you have to then be flexible enough. You know, you have to take it a day at a time. There's no perfect way to do it. You just have to do it makes sense. And guess what? If you, if all of a sudden a client calls and they're like, Hey, we want to go see this home tonight. It just came on the market, you know, and you're expecting that by tomorrow afternoon, the house is going to be gone and under contract. You have to go see it tonight, go do it. And then work a few hours later tonight. Those are just the things you have to do. If you have ambitious, ambitious goals, or if you're starving and you don't have any closings on the books and you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from, you've got to start working your ass off. I'm sorry, but that's, there's no way around it, but that's what makes you stronger. That's what makes you a better business person and a better entrepreneur is, is working through the hardest spots, working through the lean times. If you want to get to those thriving times, you have to know what it's like to work hard enough to get past the lean times into the thriving times. Trust me. I absolutely know from experience. I know I've told my story before on this podcast and I'll tell it again, probably in a little bit more detail. Um, because it gets kind of heavy at times with, uh, you know, with some of the adversity that, that I had to go through. But I promise you, I, I look back at it 
and I think, you know, I'm glad that I struggled back then. I'm glad that I had those struggles because it taught me to be stronger. It taught me what to do. It taught me how to persevere. And had I not had any struggles, I'd be weak. I'd be soft. I hope that is helpful to to some of you guys. You know, we, we have a lot of listeners and, you know, if I've reached a couple of you guys, that that excites me. That makes me happy. And like I said, you don't have to do what I do, but if there's some piece of what I do that makes sense, incorporate it into what you're doing, okay? Trial and error, figure out a system that works for you, that you will stick with long-term because that's what matters, and then figure out what's going to keep you absolutely on fire, motivated to get stuff done. And I don't even think I introduced myself today on the show. Normally I do it up front, but if you guys are still here and listening and you haven't heard the show before... Thank you. My name is Dustin Brome. I'm a realtor with eXp Realty here in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm the founder of the Massive Agent Society. That's our Facebook ad lead gen system. We only allow one agent per market to join the society. So if you want to see if your market's still available and to get more info about what that is all about, go over to MassiveAgentSociety.com and see. Speaking of Massive Agent Society, I know I've announced this numerous times um, over the last couple shows, but for every for everyone who comes to work with me and to join EXP Realty with me and we're working side by side, you're going to get free lifetime access to the Massive Agent Society because I want you to have the tools and the resources that you need to kill it. I don't want people who come work with me to struggle. I don't want them to to sit there and not have all the tools that I that I can provide. So if you've been thinking about making a move in your brokerage and you want free lifetime access to the Massive Agent Society, send me a message find me online, find me on social media. Let's talk about it because that's something that I'm providing to all my eXp agents. And lastly, guys, go, if you haven't heard it yet, the Massive Agent Minute is live on Alexa. We have our own Alexa flash briefing. I do a new piece of content every day, seven days a week, even Saturday and Sunday, guys. So if you have an Echo, an Echo Dot, or Alexa in your car, I believe Ford has Alexa in the car, which is amazing. Everyone will soon. But if you have an Alexa device, on your Alexa mobile app, go click on the, the three lines in the upper left, a little hamburger deal, then click on skills in the menu, then type in massive agent, and then just enable, also known as subscribe, to the Massive Agent Minute. I've been having a lot of fun over there. I can it, It's a way for me to quickly put out little thoughts. Maybe it's a rant, maybe it's something educational, or it's a tip or an idea that I have, but it's something different than you're going to get here on this podcast, but it's going to complement it. And guys, thank you so much for listening today. Episode number 27 is in the books. My name is Dustin Brome, signing off. Go sell some houses. Oh,